Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. Today is December 18th, 2013. We're going to have a fascinating show today. We have as our guest Dawson Church, Ph.D. He founded the Soul Medicine Institute to research and teach emerging physiological and medical techniques that can yield fast and radical cures. He is also an award-winning author whose best-selling book, The Genie in Your Genes, has been hailed as a breakthrough in the field of epigenetics. He's conducted many studies of energy therapies and applies these breakthroughs to health and athletic performance through EFT Universe, which is one of the largest medicine sites on the web. So today what we're going to do is we're going to be discussing EFT, which is emotional freedom techniques. And we'll go into depth on the subject matter, as well as we're going to talk about his book, which is called... EFT for weight loss. So we will be getting into the issues of of, um, weight loss and how to be successful with that. So now I want to bring on to my show Dawson Church. Hello, Dawson. Denise, it is great to be here. Thank you so much for taking out the time in your busy day. I like to start my show off asking my guests, how did they get on the path that they're on today? Well, it began early for me. I took my first energy medicine class when I was 15. I learned a technique called attunement. And it's not like Reiki where you hold your hands over people's bodies and feel their energy and feel it shift. And back then, there was no scientific proof for this. But as the uh, years went on, more and more began to accumulate for the effects of, of things like beliefs, intentions, energy, and so on in the body. And then about 10 years ago, I began an intensive process of researching EFT especially. And I think the EFT, there are lots of different techniques, but EFT was was really a handy one because we estimate about 20 million people worldwide use EFT. So it's a huge number of people who use EFT. And it's so darn effective and it's so easy to learn that we figured we we would choose that one. So I spent the last 10 years really turning it into what we now call an evidence-based practice. So it now meets FDA, uh, it meets American Psychological Association and other standards as an evidence-based technique. And with that advance into that status, we now can offer credit to doctors and nurses for taking EFT classes 
uh, we are getting into institutions. So it's not just kind of a fringe therapy. It's really coming into the mainstream now. And uh, that's, that's been just a quick uh, sense of how I began and where I'm focused now. Mm. That's really, really phenomenal. So why don't we try to enlighten our listeners if, in case they have never heard of EFT. What's involved? You mean as someone who has not heard of EFT? Hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there that haven't heard of you know EFT and they're like, what in the world is this? <laughs> it's funny because you know, we're, we're so immersed in this and that those of us who are in energy healing or actually healing generally are so aware of EFT and it's like, huh? Someone hasn't heard of EFT, but then again, every once in a while, I run into a, uh, a psychiatrist or a nurse or someone, in the, and they say, no one in my whole hospital has heard of EFT, and it's like, whoa. So uh, <laughs> but, you know, pe- people are becoming more and more aware of it. There, uh, we did an analysis a few months back and found that, that about 9 million people a month are searching for terms like EFT tapping. It's often called tapping because it combines elements of cognitive therapy, elements of, of, of exposure therapy. So it combines elements of conventional talk therapies, but what it adds to those makes it totally unique. And that additional ingredient is the stimulation of acupuncture points. Normally in traditional oriental medicine, you'd use acupuncture needles to stimulate those points. But with EFT, we use tapping with our finger points on, finger, fingertips on those points. And what that seems to do is really dramatically facilitate the kind of psychological transformation you normally see with talk therapy. So it's like talk therapy in some ways, but it adds in a degree of acupressure tapping, and that really seems to, to speed things along dramatically. So with the EFT, typically you tap on one, of, one or more of 12 acupressure points while you think of your affirmations, think of your goals, and also just process unpleasant things from your past. Many of us have all kinds of blocks and all kinds of um, experiences that have left us feeling less than our best. And with EFT, we, we think about those things, we tap, and it's quite remarkable to see how all of those obstacles seem to very quickly shift when you do this. How do nurses use it in their practice? Because people come well, in for different types of ailments. One of those common uses of EFT is for pain, either acute pain or chronic pain. And so many nurse practitioners are using it because a lot of chronic pain and acute pain is emotional. And like one guy I worked with in a workshop, I had this, uh, this, this man who was in a workshop and I asked for a volunteer and he was on crutches. He'd had a, a car crash, been in a car crash, been driving his car and had an accident two weeks before. And he had very high levels of pain from his fractured leg. He'd, he'd fractured his left leg. And um, I was thinking, geez, I don't know, how, how will EFT help this guy? Because it's just a physical fracture of his, of his leg. And um, I can't really see how EFT will help. And I asked him on a scale of 0 to 10 how bad his pain was. He said it was an 8 out of 10 a really high level of pain. I didn't think EFT could do much for it because it was clearly a physical injury. But he was, and I was trying to kind of try to ignore him as well, Denise, because I, I thought I wouldn't be really effective with him. So I was, he, was, he was in the back of the room, but he was raising his hand, and he was so enthusiastic about being worked on that eventually <laughs> I, I just had him went to work with the guy. So I, I, I had him come up front on his crutches and stand there, and we began to tap. Now, it turned out that there were a lot of emotional aspects of his broken leg. He broke his leg while he was driving his car, and he was driving his wife to an appointment, to an, to an event he did not want to go to. So 
so she had made him go there against his better judgment. We also mm. then then got in touch with, well, were there any other times when you were forced to do things that you didn't want to do? Sure, you know, when, I was six, when I was six years old, I had to eat my cereal and I didn't, didn't like doing it. So it turned <laughs> out that it attached all kinds of childhood issues. Then he was angry at the other driver and he was angry at the insurance company. He was angry at the doctor and angry at the hospital. And so there were all these layers of anger and other emotions. And when we tapped those all the way with EFT, I asked him again, what number is the pain in your leg? your broken leg, and he said it's a two. So it went from an eight to a two in about 10 minutes, just doing EFT and all the emotional components of the physical pain. And so a lot of what we think of as physical pain is like this. There's a lot of research on EFT, and we show that for traumatic brain injury, it, it improves a lot with tapping, with psoriasis and skin conditions, it improves a lot. Fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, those kinds of problems, EFT really, really helps because they are dramatically affected by our, our emotions. So that's where uh, people in the medical world are using EFT. Well, why is um, weight loss so challenging for most people? Yeah, it's really challenging, and it is so grounded in our emotions. And I, I, I look at a lot of weight loss websites, weight loss programs, and I think there are some just absolutely brilliant weight loss programs out there. But... They're focused on things like uh, noticing the, uh, the level of macronutrients in our diet, or they're looking at the uh, kinds of, um, of, of, of lifestyle choices we're making as we eat, or they're focused on supplementation or micronutrients in some way. And all of those are really valid ways of tackling weight loss. There's nothing wrong with any of those ways of doing weight loss program. But I'll give you an example. I do a live coaching call every month with our, for our weight loss, online weight loss program. It's called Skinny Jeans. And in those live coaching calls, you have people who volunteer and we work with them live with their problems. And on one call, we had a lady and I said, what's the food you crave the most? She said, you know, I, I'm an EFT practitioner. I'm a holistic medicine, medicine practitioner. I, I know all about nutrition. And I dealt with all of my cravings except for one food which I just can't seem to get out. It's called a chocolate dream pie. It's really healthy. It has maple syrup and tofu. Buy it at the health food store. And so I had her go and, go and get a, a chocolate dream pie wrapper because <laughs> I told her to bring one to the call. But she'd eaten the darn thing before the call began. So I, made a, so I, put, the call, I put the whole call on, on hold uh, while I was waiting. She went, went to the trash, got the wrapper, brought it back, and she was like a 10 out of 10 craving this chocolate dream pie. I said, well, tell me about pie when you were growing up. She said, well, my, my parents and my family, we often ate pie for dessert. And I said, think of, it, think of one event where you ate pie that was really memorable for you. And she said, my younger brother was mentally retarded, was in a home, couldn't take care of himself, and we went to visit him one day. We drove to the home, and we sat with him. He couldn't speak. He was in really bad shape, and I felt really sad sitting there with him, but I felt really connected with him as well. Then we left mm -hmm. the home at the end of the day, and we went to the restaurant, and we ate dinner, and we had pie. And I said, what oh. kind of pie did you have? She said, we had chocolate cream pie. <laughs> Interesting. So we tapped on that. 
Yeah, so we found the link between the chocolate dream pie she's craving now and the chocolate cream pie she had on a really sad day. We did a bunch of tapping on that, and in the last 10 minutes or so, quarter of an hour, working with her on this, 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 this really difficult emotional memory. Now, think about, too, mm-hmm. about this, this event when she was, I think, 10 or 11 years old. She, this poor little girl needed to process her sadness about her brother not being in her life and about not being able to speak to him, but her parents didn't talk about it. All they did was stuff their faces with chocolate cream pie. And so she's learned <laughs> that this is a coping mechanism that, that she's still carrying forward into adulthood. And all the calorie counting in the world is not going to help her with that. All of the nutritional knowledge in the world won't help her overcome that problem. You have to deal with the emotional issues inherent in, in, in eating. And it, until you do that, all of the other stuff you do isn't going to work as effectively. But once you do deal with the emotional components of eating, then all the other parts of your eating plan, your diet plan, and so on, are much easier and more natural because you've, you've tackled the, the, the emotional underpinnings of why you crave those things. That's just one example of applying EFT to weight loss. How long does it take for an individual to actually go back in, in regression to find those specific instances that their trigger Sometimes it's really easy. Minutes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's really easy and you find them fast and tap on them and they just melt like a snowball in the sun. Other times, especially with <laughs> weight loss and also with addictions, actually I should, I should qualify that with addictions as well, we find it takes a lot of work. You often need to, to, to hire a practitioner, a skilled person to help you navigate uh, the maze because you probably spent a lot of your life in denial and trying to you know, pretend mm-hmm. it's not, not a big deal and you've been pushing those memories from your mind. So this lady was a, you know, was a practitioner. So some, sometimes you need a lot okay. of deep work to uncover those things and, and it takes many sessions. Our online program, our Skinny Jeans online program is six weeks. We find that in six weeks people get a pretty good handle on how to find these early childhood memories, tap them away and come back to baseline. You can do more than that, but that, that seems to be kind of a, those six weekly sessions seem to be give you a pretty good start. Is it an hourly session every once a week? Actually, we have it's a self-guided program, so we have audios, and we have about three hours of audio tape you listen to, and then you tap along with people who are tapping. And the amazing thing about EFT is that when you tap with somebody else who's tapping, your problems tend to go away, even though your problems aren't exactly the same as theirs. And we've done a mm-hmm. bunch of research on this phenomenon. It's called borrowing benefits. And in our studies, and we've had, again, many studies published in peer-reviewed medical and psychology journals, with borrowing benefits, you tap along while listening to or watching someone else tap, and we find that your levels of emotional triggering usually drop way down when you're doing that. It's really remarkable. We found an average of a 45% drop in a one-day tapping intensive in symptoms of anxiety and depression just watching someone else while you tap on your issues. So this is really, really good. It's, it's not as, as good as having an individual session with a therapist, but it's, it, it really takes care of the most obvious layer of emotional distress. And anxiety and depression are tremendously implicated in weight gain. People, who, you know, they, people eat for all kinds of reasons. The reason they gain weight is they're not eating because they're hungry. They're eating because they're anxious, they're depressed. They're eating as a mask for unresolved emotional trauma. And when you mm-hmm. deal with the unresolved emotional trauma, then they're just eating. They're, just, you know, they're eating because they're hungry. And it's a whole different, there's no longer this emotional, emotional charge to food. It's just 
food. It's just stuff you eat when you're hungry. It's no longer this highly charged thing where I've got to have it. I don't want it. I know if I eat it, I'll gain weight. All, the, all these mental battles. The first week of skinny jeans, I had this video called Top Dog Underdog, and that's where the top dog says, you shouldn't eat so much. You should give up that food. You shouldn't have these cravings, and you shouldn't have the ice cream and all this stuff. And Underdog says, Yes, yes, Top Dog, you're right. I shouldn't eat that food. I should, I should, I should stick to my diet. I shouldn't break the rules, blah, blah, blah. And uh, this concept is drawn from a, an old school of therapy called Gestalt therapy, the Top Dog underdog idea. And what the Gestalt therapy teaches is that in this battle between Top Dog and underdog, one dog always wins, and that dog is underdog. Because underdog agrees with Top Dog, but then sneaks out and grabs the food and grabs the ice cream and does breaks the rules. And so we try to get people to stop making themselves do anything because the, the, uh, while they've got all this emotional energy invested in trying to force themselves to behave a certain way, it's creating a war between two halves of their psyche and that war is what's actually keeping a lot of their unhealthy behaviors in place. So with EFT, we just have you tap, love yourself, accept yourself. You broke the rules, you, you skipped your diet, you lapsed, you binged. So what? Love yourself, take care of yourself, care for yourself, and we start to end that war between top dog and underdog. I mean, we had so many comments on that video I did for week one. So the first thing we do is try and end that war with them between top dog and underdog, and then show people how they can process these old memories. And so they're no longer eating as a result of all those, those childhood experiences. It's just, it's just food. Interesting. What other things can it be used for? EFT is used for... The other thing I'm really working on now hard is I kind of looked at what makes people most miserable and how can they get happiest quickest. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's a funny way to look <laughs> at it. But, uh, so we, we, know, you know, we know this works. You know, it works for pain, anxiety, and depression, and so on. But mm-hmm. one of the, the big ways people have of making themselves miserable is relationships. So people fall in love, mm. uh, find somebody, and and think they'll live happily ever after and all these myths about that in the culture. And then they get involved and they are in love for a while, three months, six months, maybe a year. But then they, they, it all falls apart and they start to, to really have conflicts. There's a power struggle, which is the second phase of a relationship. And um, often by the time a year has gone by or three or five years, they feel trapped in this misery with this other person. How did this magical relationship that was so full of promise and hope and love and nurturing initially become such a trap of despair and misery. So as I looked at what leverage points I have to help the most people heal the fastest, weight loss was one I picked up, up on. And the second one I've really been focusing on now is, is love relationships. So we, have, we just launched this program just on our own website. We don't let anyone else see it yet because we're doing a bunch of testing on it still. But it's called Tapping okay. Deep Intimacy. And on our website, we guide people through this, this program, this 12-week program, and we use Gestalt therapy and we use mindfulness, we use EFT, we use a bunch of other, other methods. But um, we actually retrain the whole way they approach relationships. They're, they're approaching relationships because they have a certain neural configuration in their brains that's wired them to act a certain way. We've got to change that and fix that because if we don't, even if they find a new partner, they may dump the person with now and find someone new, but while those neural circuits are the same, they'll then manifest that exact same pattern 
with a new person, or they've dumped a new person to find a third person or a fourth person or a twelfth person, but they're, they're still living the same relationship. They're still codependent. They're still having all the same behaviors. So uh, I've really mm-hmm. looked at the, mm-hmm. the brain science behind how do we break these patterns. Because, again, if we can break those old patterns and then bring people into the present moment where they really are acting in a functional way with their partner, again, we stop them from repeating this same old miserable um, routine and give them the leverage, the power to really have a, a healthy present-time relationship, not just be endlessly reenacting the wounds of their childhood. So that, that's the other big area I'm applying EFT in right now. Oh, that's going to be great. Just great. So let's get into your book a little bit, your EFT for weight loss. Weight loss, yes. Um, Why did you decide to write the book? Well, I wrote EFT for weight loss because I wanted to apply EFT to this field, especially long-term weight loss. I don't really much care about whether you can lose weight right now for the short term because it's easy. Everyone, if they go on a diet, if they just cut out a few calories, will lose weight. It's not that hard. Many people lose weight. But what they do then is they gain it all back again and more. So research shows that in the two years after weight loss program ends, the vast majority of people gain back all the weight they've lost and extra weight. And the reason for that is because your, your body has been starved for a while. So now when it has access to calories again, it says, ooh, gosh, I may be starving in the future. I better pack on the pounds now. So what I really focus on in my book, EFT for Weight Loss, is I focus like, like really have a sharp focus on long-term weight loss. And there's, a, um, there's, a, there's a, a nonprofit called the National Weight Loss Registry that records the stories of people who lose more than 10% of their body weight and keep it off year after year after year, successful long-term weight loss people. So in Chapter 1, the introduction of EFT for Weight Loss, we look at what those people do. There are six things those people do that people who regain the weight don't do. And we go through them one, two, three, four, five, six, one by one, and we use EFT tapping to reinforce each of those six behaviors. Those six behaviors, if you do those six things, are, make it highly likely you will you lose the weight, but you'll keep the weight off long-term. And in fact, we've t- done three studies now, two randomized controlled trials and one outcome study, and we found that in the six months after people finish a program, an EFT program, they keep on losing weight, and one randomized controlled trial tracked people for a year afterwards after the program ended, and they lost an extra 11.1 pounds. So even after the program ends, they keep on dropping, and that's what, what EFT does. It doesn't just help people lose weight. It helps them lose weight, take it off, and take it off permanently. So that's what EFT for Weight Loss, my book, is all about, how to apply these lessons to the lessons of these successful long-term losers. How do you apply those to your life, and how do you use EFT to reinforce those behaviors and make those permanent changes in your brain, the way you respond to food, the way you relate to food, the way your brain is wired with respect to food? How do you make those changes? And once they're made at the level of your neurology, they're long-term. The, relationship, the, uh, the, uh, the changes stick, and you don't go back to your old behaviors. Hmm. What's the generalization effect? That's, uh, that, that's, that's just great. Um, 
one woman doing the skinny jeans online program. And that, that's, by the way, mm-hmm. that, that's skinny jeans, skinnyjeansquick.com. That's where you can find the, uh, the program. But one, one lady doing the program said, you know, my skin cleared up when I did this, did the program. Another lady said, it was amazing, but my relationship with my husband improved dramatically. So I was tapping for weight loss. But suddenly I wasn't being triggered emotionally by my husband anymore. And others said, you know, my eight-year-old daughter, who used to just set me off every day, now is, I can just handle her. It's not, not annoying anymore. So we've had all of these stories of people who use it EFT for one thing, but finds it helps other things too. That's called the generalization effect. It generalizes all over your, your life. Like, for example, if you learn to tap and your big problem is, your husband or your wife, then you tap and become less emotionally triggered, better able to handle them. So you're less emotionally triggered by them, but suddenly you're less emotionally triggered by your annoying relatives for the holidays as well. You're less emotionally triggered by your annoying coworker at work. And so when you start to, to learn these tools and apply them to your emotional life, you, it's like, well, why just apply them to one part of my emotional life? Why don't apply them to many parts of my emotional life? And your general level of emotional distress goes down. Your general level of happiness goes up. And EFT then generalizes to all the other parts of your life as well. What would be just one tool that somebody would use that they've been taught through your program? Well, one of the easy ones is to do EFT mentally. So EFT involves tapping on acupuncture points. Now, if you're in the middle of a court hearing, you've uh, run a red light and you're in court and you're, you're there in front of the judge, you can't really be tapping on acupuncture points while you're in the dock. Or if you're in a business meeting and uh, you're discussing, discussing plans with a, a potential customer, you can't really be tapping because you're nervous about making a sale. Or if you're in a PTA meeting trying to discuss the possibility of a new um, approach to the school, you can't do tapping. So one of the things we teach is, is mental tapping. Another thing we teach is called secret tapping. And uh, the, the foundational book in the series is called the EFT Manual. And that, that, that's, that'll, that'll be available on Amazon next week. But the EFT Manual talks about secret tapping. It's how you can tap surreptitiously. There are ways of tapping, like putting your hands in your pockets and tapping, uh, having your hands under the table and tapping, uh, tapping in ways that people can't obviously see you. So we give people a bunch of little tips and techniques to use like this that they can apply in their daily lives. It's no good to just have something you can apply in a therapist's office. There are lots of wonderful techniques your therapist will teach you, but you also need tools you can use in everyday life when you're under stress, and that's where EFT comes in. Hmm. How many practitioners are there worldwide? If you go to our website and look for certified practitioners, uh, there are, we have about 500 who are trained in what we call clinical EFT, and clinical EFT is the science-based version of EFT. It's based on all the research studies, and there are about 500 of those. And then, then there are probably, of uh, people who aren't certified in clinical EFT, there probably are well over 10,000 worldwide. And again, those, just you just have to check into their background. They may be really good. Many of them are very good. But some of them mm-hmm. have, just, you know, we've found practitioners who have just like taken a, they watched an online video or taken a weekend course and hang on a shingle. So you really have to be wise in choosing not just an EFT practitioner, but any 
whether it's a conventional medical practitioner or an alternative practitioner, unless they've got some kind of you know, quality control backing them up, you have to make sure you're getting um, a qualified person. Okay. Oh, oh, oh by so the way, too. In, we... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, one, in, in, in an earlier book I wrote with a neurosurgeon called Norm Sheely, uh, it's called Soul Medicine, S-O-U-L, Soul Medicine. We have a chapter called How to Find Your Ideal Practitioner. I think it's chapter 14 or 15. But we talk about how to work with your medical doctor, your psychologist, and your alternative medicine practitioner and, and put together a healing team that gives you the best of, of all possible worlds, both alternative medicine and conventional medicine. So it's worth doing that. Okay. How many books have you written? Uh, I've I've written or co-written five books, and I've edited anthologies with people like Deepak Chopra and John Gray and Wayne Dyer and Marion Williamson, and I've edited about a dozen of those anthologies as well. That's fabulous. Have you used EFT for anything in your life? Everything in my life. (laughs) Um, I actually use EFT every morning to clear myself. I wake—I don't know about you, but I, I, I wake up feeling really kind of confused, and my dreams are lingering. And like I was dreaming about about, about a conference last night, and I woke up uh, with this this weird dream where I was trying to insert this plastic tube into a into a slot to get dessert or something at this conference, and I was embarrassing myself, and and it was, it was just so <laughs> funny. Um, and uh, so. I, you know, I woke up feeling all confused and weird, and, and I, but I tap then, and when you tap at the, at the side of each day, you really clear yourself. I also, with my partner, Christine, I, we, we have a vision board. I mean, we look at our vision board every day, tap, and we just really invest those visions with strong emotional intention so that we can shift our perspective. So we tap for our goals and visions. We tap for releasing things like those confused dreams. If you aren't thinking positively, if you aren't having a really good life, why not? What excuse do you have? What excuse do any of us mm-hmm. have for living less than their full potential? This, this whole question of human potential has really, um, really grabbed my mind. And I'm thinking we need to find all the reasons that stop any of us from living to our full potential and let those go. Why not live the glorious happy, joyful, balanced, healthy, fantastic life you are meant to live. Anything that stands between you and that, let it go. You don't deserve to carry that suffering around a minute longer. Before we go any further, I'd like you to tell our listeners what your website address is and um, any other information that you want to impart on them. And then we'll continue. Sure. Well, you can download the free EFT mini-manual if you go to uh, DawsonGift.com. Just my name, D-A-W-S-O-N, DawsonGift.com. That will give you a link to download the free mini-manual and give you access to the whole EFT universe website, which has over 5,000 case histories in 15 languages. And then if you want to join a Skinny Jeans class, we have one starting again early next year, and you go to skinnyjeansquick.com. That's where you'll find that. 
that information. And then the main EFT website is eftuniverse.com. Those are the three that I would usually recommend. So if you want to join the weight loss program, you can't do it right now. It's not, it's not open. It's closed right now. But if you want to join the next group, enter your name and email address, and we'll email you when the next group starts. Um, so that's, that's for the weight loss. And then the, the relationship course is called Tapping Deep Intimacy. And again, you go to the tappingdeepintimacy.com website, and again, the group's closed right now. We only open it once or twice a year, but we'll open it again in a few months. And uh, actually, actually, no, it's, it's opening February 14th, Valentine's Day 2014, is when the next group starts. So uh, we'll, we'll email you an announcement. You can have, have the chance to join that 12-week group there. So again, skinny jeans quick for the weight loss program. Is that Tapping. quick or quick? Is it quick? Quick. Quick. SkinnyJeansQuick.com for the weight loss program, TappingDeepIntimacy.com for the relationship program, and then to get that free download of the manual, it's DawsonGift.com. Oh, good. Good. So getting back into our interview, what have you found that's been, say, the most fascinating thing about EFT and weight loss? Specifically, um, things in your scientific studies. One of the things that we found was that, as as most people know, cortisol is the main weight loss, uh, weight gain hormone. So, uh, high levels of fat retention are linked to high levels of cortisol, and so people with with high cortisol levels, people are stressed tend to retain more of their nutrients as fat than those that don't. So we did one study, a randomized controlled trial, triple-blind study, and it was published in the oldest peer-reviewed psychiatry journal in the U.S., so published in a pretty prestigious medical journal. And we compared three groups of people. One got talk therapy for an hour, one got an hour of EFT, and one got an hour of rest. And when we compared the three groups, we found that anxiety and depression dropped a little bit in the rest group and dropped a little bit in the talk therapy group. And cortisol dropped a little bit in those two groups as well. But anxiety and depression dropped twice as much in the EFT group after an hour of EFT as it dropped in the other two groups. And cortisol dropped way more in the EFT group than the other two groups. So cortisol dropped dramatically in the group of the EFT. So we know that this main hormone, that it's called the master hormone because it controls so many, mm-hmm. hormones, so many other genes in your body. So we know that the EFT drastically lowers your levels of cortisol. So um, that's one piece of science. Another piece of science is that, and you'll find again, all this is in the book, EFT for weight loss. Um, another piece of science is that there's a strong link between anxiety and depression and, and weight gain. And we found in working with large groups of people doing EFT and using that, that borrowing benefits method I described, we found that in mm-hmm. that initial session of EFT, there was about a 45% drop in psychological problems like anxiety and depression. Just in a, just in a day, the first day they did it, they, they had a big, big drop anxiety and depression. Now, the second, after that, it took them, it was harder to bring the numbers down, but at least the first experience. 
they dropped way, way down in anxiety and depression. So we were showing that the mental health problems that feed weight gain, that, the, that mask cravings, those kind of mental health problems are really improved by EFT. And there are, at this point, about, I haven't counted them up very recently, but there are more than 30 clinical trials of EFT. So it's been shown to be effective for fibromyalgia, psoriasis, a lot of pain research on EFT, depression, anxiety, phobias, PTSD has dramatic effects on PTSD. And we, again, we find that, that people who gain weight and keep it on often have PTSD at the root. They have childhood experiences that were really problematic for them. They're carrying the weight of those around with them in the form of fat on their bodies. And once they are able to tap and release those, the emotional impact of those childhood experiences, then often the weight just, just drops. I one guy I talked to recently, he said, it's astonishing, I wasn't even trying to lose weight, but I began tapping and I just naturally lost 30 pounds over the course of about four months. So he wasn't trying to lose weight, he was just working on his emotional stuff, but his emotional stuff was so linked to holding that weight that when he released the emotional stuff, the weight just naturally fell away. So there's a very natural um, process here in which the emotions and the weight are both linked together. Hmm. It's really interesting how childhood experiences can impact our adult lives so much. Yeah, dramatically. There was a big study done by Kaiser, a big healthcare chain, and they looked at the medical records of 14,000 people in their 50s, and they found that those with high levels of bad childhood experiences had higher levels of every major disease, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, high blood pressure. All of those were associated with adverse childhood experiences. So those adverse childhood experiences, even though they, they happened decades ago, dramatically affect our health as adults. That's why we get people in EFT to tapping, to finding those events and tapping on them, because if they don't, the health consequences of not releasing all that emotional stuff are severe. Also, gene expression, we've, we've, we've now done a bunch of research, which I, I, I cover in some of my books, on the links between our genes and emotions. And it turns out people, for example, who have um, had, who had troubling childhood events in their lives, they, it changes the expression of various genes in their bodies. And that when they learn mindfulness, when they learn EFT, when they learn uh, any kind of stress reduction technique, that that it then nudges the expression of their genes in a different direction. So all kinds of genes are being affected in our bodies by the quality of our childhood experiences. And the good news is we don't have to let it be that way. We can take control mm -hmm. of our lives. We can take control of our health. And we can shift our gene expression in the opposite direction with EFT and these other kinds of techniques. Do these gene expressions pass on to their offspring? Hmm, very good question. Well, 10 years ago, if you'd asked me or any scientist that question, we'd have said it's impossible. They couldn't possibly go and affect their offspring. About uh, two years ago, one study suggested that they might transmit to their offspring, and now we've had a whole bunch of studies showing that they do, in fact, transmit not just to their, their, their children, 
but their grandchildren and great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren, and several generations on, changes that happen epigenetically. Again, epigenetics is the, the science of studying the effect of these influences that are controlling the genes. So epi means above, epigene above the gene. So these epigenetic influences appear to often be passed along from one generation to the next. There was a study just published this last week showing that we, we used to think that it was mostly through the mother's um, biology that the, the changes were passed along. But there was a study published mm-hmm. last week showing that, that, that they affect sperm, male sperm, and that even the father having, for example, a deficiency of a certain nutrient, just that one sperm cell starting off the development of the embryo could affect the, the, the child and could be passed along to the to subsequent generations. So we are tremendously affected by the experiences of our ancestors as well as the ones we have ourselves. Interesting. Really, really interesting. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So I guess that almost anyone can use EFT, providing that they're trained correctly through a, um, a certified practitioner. They would, they would obviously have to want to learn it, but yes. anyone can do yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't learn it. It's, it's quick and easy to learn. Again, our our um, our, our manual is, is a download, and you will be doing EFT within about half an hour if you if you do this. Now, already at the most on VFT, you need a lot more than that. You need to take a class. You need to learn from a practitioner. People and I, because EFT is so popular, and there are millions of YouTube videos about it. We get people in our classes who say, gee, I had a great experience with EFT the first time I tried it, but I, after the third or fourth or fifth time, I wasn't getting much of a result. And it usually turns out they were just tapping along with a YouTube video or doing something that gave them a taste oh. of EFTs. Um, but, mm-hmm. then, but then they stole, and then they come to a class, and then they learn this really rich, deep method called clinical EFT. And that's what's, what all this research is based on. It, and, and we know from the research it really, it really works. It's really powerful. And so, yeah, to get the most of it, from it you need to take a live workshop. We found that there's no, no substitute for sitting in a room with people, watching them cry, watching them sweat, watching their faces turn red, watching them reprocess <laughs> all these childhood memories, and then watching them calm down. It's amazing to watch somebody who's, say, you know, like we had one woman in a class discussing the, the death of her father and the death of her son. Her father had died, and her son had just died, died recently, and she was just grief-stricken. And she had weight loss issues. She, she was up, up there for weight loss. But it turned out it had nothing to do with her, her, her weight. It had everything to do with these huge losses she'd suffered in her life. Mm-hmm. So uh, we tapped on those, and the whole class was just, I mean, everyone was in tears watching her because she, she just before our eyes, she was able to process these layer after layer after layer of grief. Now, that wasn't quick. That took about an hour and a half, and I was, I was the, the instructor in that case. Um, and so she went through many, many layers of grief, and it, it took a skilled, uh, a, a skilled ca- mm-hmm. coach to help her find all of those. But um, you, you can. You can heal so many deep layers if you're, if you're willing to go and, and, and commit to, to doing that, that weekend workshop and, and working on, on your stuff. The weekend work workshops also are not primarily focused on um, helping you heal. They're focused on helping you learn. So we actually, rather than having you process 
deep things all the way through. We'd rather teach you the skills to where in the weeks and months and years ahead, you can process all the things that hold you back from that potential. So we encourage people to make lists of all of the experiences that have limited them in their lives, and then one after the other, find the events that installed those instructions, saying you're, you're a limited human being, you mm-hmm. deserve a limited amount of love, uh, you have to make up for it by eating too much. Uh, and we, we have, we have them, them find all of these worldly scripts came from in their childhoods, and then tap on event after event after an event. And it's just amazing to watch. You see people, it's like, someone coming out of the grave, people who were so stuck in their patterns and often had tried, like we had one woman who said, after our Skinny Jeans course, she said, I am like the Thomas Edison of diets. I have tried thousands of things and none of them worked. And so I've come to Skinny Jeans as somebody who's failed and failed and failed and failed, as of course most people have. And she said, it's just unbelievable. I've now done Skinny Jeans and I, it's just like I finally found what really works. And when she found how tapping really helped her, then all the other knowledge she'd accumulated about nutrition and about lifestyle, about exercise, then all of that stuff could gain real traction because she was no longer held back by the emotional stuff. Oh, that's wonderful. So for our listeners, I just kind of wanted to recap EFT for weight loss. This is basically a revolutionary technique for conquering emotional overeating, for cravings, for binging, eating disorders, self-sabotage, and we even got into today emotional issues. Is that right, Dr. Church? Yes, all of the above. Wonderful. Well, we've run out of time. I want to thank you so much for being on our show. Our listeners have become greatly enriched today on EFT and hopefully everybody got the information down on how to contact his um, um, company. Thank you again, Dr. Church. Have happy holidays, everybody. Well, thank you. It's been fun. I love sharing this. Yeah. Thank you so much. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. I just wanted to remind you that the entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guests. The information on this radio show is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified health care professional, and it's also not intended as medical advice. It is, however, intended as a sharing of knowledge and information from our guests and the experiences of Denise and her community. We encourage you to make your own health care decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified health care professional of your choice. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, 
and any products that were offered are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thank you, and good night.